Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And thank you to Mr. Reed Alleman for singing us into our number two. Boy, it's getting close to turkey gobbling time. I made a couple of turkey hunts this week. Uh, boy, I was eat up with Jake's. Oh, I had some fun with them. In fact, you may have seen it if you go to the Bayou Wild TV com website you can see me playing around i got this one little red hen call i call it it's a mouth call a diaphragm call and it's real squeaky and, and quirky but boy it just drove those jakes nuts they just did not know how to behave and then i had another four that came in but i'm holding out my tags for the bigger turkey and uh it's not over yet we're still looking for the beady-eyed bird all right those of you who have been asking about our fish and game reports that you normally watch on thursdays wwl in new orleans wbrz tv in baton rouge they are on hold uh, they don't want me anywhere near that studio <laughs> believe me they're on uh Low personnel operations and keep a minimum of people in the station uh, to comply with the social distancing. And the fish and game reports will return as soon as things change during these wild and crazy times. But we do have Bayou Wild TV for you. In fact, they got good news if you are a Charter Spectrum subscriber. Uh, at 7 p.m. tomorrow night, we have the premiere of our show on uh, the Cox Channel 140, which is the Louisiana Network. So... Check that out. It's channel 140, Charter Spectrum. I know a lot of you have been missing Bayou Wild since uh, they lost uh, channel 37 on in, in those areas on Charter. But at any rate, you can uh, you can watch it there. And also on Thursdays at 6 o'clock on Charter Spectrum channel 199, that is the Southeastern Louisiana University channel. So we're still on Vision on Sundays, ETEL. Uh, My 54 on Saturday mornings at 4 a.m., 6.30 a.m. this morning and every Saturday on WBRZ, and 7 p.m. Thursday and Sunday on Cox Sports TV. Lots of ways to watch Bayou Wild TV. This week, I think it's a very interesting show, Safari Club International. We highlight that organization and demonstrate, and, and hopefully if you're, you're a non-hunter and you aren't an anti-hunter, but either one, Watch the program, and maybe you can learn and recognize the correlation between hunting and species survival. Believe me, it is there. Without hunting, there would be no game, and non-game animals too. All right, let me get to the text message board. Uh, where can we see the footage of pelicans hatching on Queen Bess Island? This is text number 1998. i got to give you a number if you don't give me your name. You can see it. I uh, imagine you can go back and look at it. It was on yesterday's newscast on uh, Fox 8 out of New Orleans. 
That's Fox 8 out of New Orleans. A reporter, excellent reporter, John Snell, went out to the island, and he was with Todd Baker of Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries and had some really good close-up footage of pelicans actually coming out of the eggs on the nest. All right, here's one says, Don, on my way to Reggio to go fishing. There are many boats behind trucks on the way out as well. I bet there are. A lot more probably out there yesterday. Uh, Bradley and Rachel here. They are laid off from the pipeline in Texas. Sorry to hear that, but I'm sure you'll be back soon, hopefully sooner than better. They're seeking out the soccer leg and the fish from canals off Grassy Lake to get out of the wind. They've been using Captain Clyde's new crappie psychic crappie weapon, which has brought a lot of success recently. No better way to practice social distancing. Wishing a happy Easter to you, family and staff. Well, back at you, Bradley and Rachel. And uh, I was fishing down there last week out of uh, uh, the um, um, uh, uh, Takapaw Landing is where I went. Caught some nice sockele down there. That's going to be on an upcoming feature of Bayou Wild TV with uh, Blaine Salter, the son of the famous J.B. Salter, who at one time did radio reports on this program over 20 years ago. All right, uh, we got the Lafayette Yacker. He's locked in with cabin fever in Acadia. He said, a new world with social distancing, togetherness, and other limitations. Uh, you and your show is helping some of us cope. Thank you very much. Well, thanks to you. And sorry you landlocked, Yacker, but you need to get out there. Uh, here's one that says, uh, Don, we've been killing the perch on the North Shore with crickets. When you can find them, I have my fly rod and small poppers and wet flies when the wind allows. Have a great Easter. That's from our friends at the Louisiana Outlaw Cooking Team. I bet they got a great uh, Easter menu planned. What is yours? Text us questions, comments, suggestions. We love to get them here, 870-870. And right after this, when we come back... Yes, we are going to have Captain Mike Gallo share some fishing lore with you right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Net. Have you ever heard of a triple A for boats on the water? Well, it's CETO. That's what they're nicknamed. And CETO is that group that gives you peace of mind. They'll bring you fuel when you need it. If you run out, they'll tow you in 24-7. Jumpstart you for electrical problems. All you need to do is give them a call, and they'll sign you up. 504 504- 301-4545. Call Captain Chris and Colleen or go on their website and sign you up there at CTO.com. Only $179 for a whole year, and then you can renew it each and every year and feel safe and sound. Captain Mike Gallo joins us now. And Mike, man, we had a high pearl during the winter and spring, putting fresh water in your area. Now we got the Mississippi River water coming in through the Bonnie Carey Spillway. But despite all of that, you still get out and catch fish. Tell us what's going on, buddy. Well, Don, early in the week when the winds weren't so high, made a couple of trips out to the Biloxi Marsh. Our pattern has been so far this spring to try and catch speckled trout first thing in the morning. And if they're biting and we catch them, we stay with them. If not, we shift gears and move into the marsh and pursue redfish. And early in the week was no different, although the trout were not very aggressive. I think we caught a half dozen. Out of that half dozen, we were able to keep three. I did see eggs in one of the speckled trout that we caught, which was interesting to me. We had two speckled trout that were 14 inches long, identical size, and when I cleaned them, one's eggs were much more developed than the other. And I need to call somebody at the wildlife and fisheries, a biologist, and see if we can figure that out. You would think both eggs would be um, developed the same amount, and those two fish came from the same area within minutes of one another. 
Anyway, we did move into the marsh. We switched over to spinner baits, and I was fishing a mega matrix. Uh, this new plastic looks just like a matrix shed. It's four inches long, a little bit longer, and I rig it weedless on a weighted hook, and it's a, a very good lure. It's been doing very well for me, very durable. I can catch a lot of redfish on it. Didn't take long, an hour and a half, maybe two. We had our limit of redfish. Um, one of the redfish had a small shrimp in its belly, very small, half of an inch long. So maybe we'll see some shrimp in the Biloxi Marsh area within the next couple of weeks. And, of course, that'll get the fish more active. I also made a trip into Lake Pontchartrain, middle of the week, Tough fishing as far as throwing plastic. Really had to grind them out. The fish that we caught were keepers, but um, really tough fishing. Fished several hours and caught 11. So uh, had redfish mixed in there also. Water was nice and clean. It was calm on Wednesday. Um, so that's the report. I did hear of some people in Lake Pontchartrain fishing live shrimp and doing better than I did strictly with the plastic. But that's what I found. And it's still a week and a half away in that spillway water reaching the bridges. So we still have some time. And that dirty water out of the river may confine the fish on the bridges a little bit before they move out. We may have a little spike in the production over in that area. Mike, we're getting some reports that uh, speckled trout are starting to uh, school up underneath the birds you know, driving a bait up to the surface. So are you seeing any of that in your area yet? I have not seen any of that. Uh, when we were fishing earlier in the week, um, the wind picked up on us. That's kind of why we stopped our trout fishing. But as I was running towards the interior of the marsh, we came around a small island, and there must have been 15 birds sitting on the surface. And I just couldn't pass that up. They don't have to be diving birds. If they're sitting, it's, it's worth at least five or ten minutes. Our first cast, we caught a beautiful gaff top, <laughs> and we kind of knew, <laughs> okay, this might not work. So yeah. five more minutes, not another bite, and we moved. The thing about birds is they don't care what type of fish pushes bait to the surface. They're going to feed. Um, as fishermen, of course, we want to find keeper fish under the birds and we weren't catching we weren't targeting catfish that day so we moved on into the marsh but yeah, we had to be interesting. diving birds on shrimp going to be interesting to see you know there's you know, hadn't been much fish i have in the past come across diving birds and like you said a, a tremendous amount of undersize or smaller fish and on occasion you can let your lure drift down through those on the surface and you might have bigger fish below those smaller fish or off to the sides a lot of times when you see diving birds you cast right directly into where the birds are hovering and if those fish are all small you might want to try to cast to the outside edges of that school of fish or school of shrimp and sometimes there are bigger fish there sometimes they're not but while you're there it's certainly worth a go to figure out what's down there. Uh, and getting back to your, uh, that was really interesting information. You got those two 
uh, 14-inch speckled trout, basically identical size, caught minutes apart, same water, same areas, and different stages of the egg development. Uh, I think they would be interested to get that information. Uh, Jason Adrians, if you remember, was the guy that made the presentation, the biologist at the meeting that right. I saw you at in Slidell. I would get a hold of him and give him that information because the more information and data they can get, the better they can manage the species. And stuff like that coming from guys like you that are the eyes and ears out there in the water is very valuable data. I took a picture of it, so he may be able to, you know, zoom in on the picture and see even better. But it was very interesting to me. Some of those eggs were well hydrated where you could see individual eggs in the Mm -hmm. egg sac, and the other one wasn't even as big as a pencil. So it was definitely two different stages of egg development. Mike, uh, they can get you on my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. That'll link to yours at AAofLA.com. If they want to give you a call, give them that telephone number where they can reach you. Very simple. You can reach me at 985-781-7811. All righty. Be careful out there, Mike, and y'all have a happy Easter, my friend. Thank you, Don. You have an happy Easter and all your listeners. Thank you very much. All right, here's a text coming in. Oh, boy, Captain Bigfoot is coming up. <laughs> going to sit in my yak while he spreads his wisdom. Captain Bigfoot, that's a new one. I've heard him called Captain Quint, Raccoon Feet, and several other things we can't mention. But he's up next, Captain Eric Mohabarak. He's one of our field reporters for the Paddlers Fishing Report, and he's going to tell you where there's been some pompano caught from kayaks yet. Very interesting. Coming back with Captain Eric right after this time out. Well, you're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And if you want to do some stroking of your own, I would suggest visiting the website of Massey Outfitters at www.masseyoutfitters.com. They're also on Facebook. You're going to see the latest and best fishing models from brands like Hobie, Jackson Kayak, and Native Watercraft. If you want to go in person, they're open at Massey's with locations at Mid-City, New Orleans, Covington, and Baton Rouge. They sponsor this paddle report, and one of the two reporters is a guy that now is known as Captain Bigfoot. Eric, I've never heard that one. I've heard several nicknames for you. Why do people keep giving you all these nicknames? Oh, it must be my outstanding personality. Maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> yeah, that's what hey, I'm thinking. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, you got a lowdown on some pompano. Now, most people who catch those elusive fish never reveal their location but uh you got some reports that they're catching them tell us where yeah i actually just received another report while we were, we were talking on while you were on the radio um the first one comes from gulf shores alabama uh the beaches are closed the people i know have been crossing the beaches without any harassment with their kayaks um so keep that in mind i don't think you should be lingering around um also the the gulf shores pier is open They've been catching a pompano on on a wacky jig, and I know a lot of people don't know what a wacky jig is. Imagine a Johnson spoon that's made out of lead. It's usually brightly colored, uh, white and chartreuse, orange, uh, like a deer hunter orange, or, or brighter colors along the lines, mixed half and half or something like that. And it has like a teaser on it also, like a... a like a small fly tied on it to some of them. And some of them just use the plain little wacky jig by itself. Um, some people tip it with shrimp, some people don't. You just kind of bounce it and drag it along the bottom slowly. Um, my, my, I imagine what it's imitating is a sand flea, because we know that that's one of the big food items of a pompano or a small crab or a shrimp crawling along the bottom. Uh, you got to put your time in and be patient, and they, they, they bite. 
very sensitively, you know, but there's some, one of the best eating fish in, in, in the water, I, I think. Uh, the limits, as far as I know, out in Gulf Shores is three per person. So, you know, and those fish, I uh, recently heard uh, three pounds they've been catching, you know, and that's a pretty good pompano right there, three pounds. Uh, you can catch them bigger. I believe they get up to, like, five pounds. Uh, I have seen them larger. Um, but average size, let's say, a pound and a half to three pounds. Uh, the pier, like I said, is open. They're only allowing 60 people out there, uh, and you must, must keep a safe distance or else they ask you to leave the pier. And that's kind of a safety thing as we all understand what's going on. Now, my second report that I just received in was from uh, Florida, and the, both of the Panama City piers are open, and they are uh, walking the piers and catching a pompano in between the sandbars. Same technique. Uh, the same thing now in Florida, I know that the beaches are closed, uh, uh, and the kayakers have been running into some trouble about launching off the beaches, uh, because they've shut down stuff because people were gathering up out of Crab Island and things like that over that way. They've been having some problems with people gathering, uh, you know, and I think they also shut it down because of spring break. I don't think it's so much as the fishermen people, but, you know, the people going, getting outside and getting together too much, which it, it, they shouldn't be doing anyway, but I'm no, no doctor or policeman to say that. Uh, but it, it's been really good fishing over there. Also, I forgot to say uh, about Gulf Shores, they're catching some beautiful Spanish mackerel up to three pounds. And here's one for you. We call them channel mullet here. Over that way, they call them uh, whitefish, uh, whiting. Um, also, I believe it's called the southern kingfish. Uh, channel right, mullet. exactly. And they're, they're, well, let me tell you yeah, about that channel them. mullet. Don't don't let that name mullet fool you as far as the taste. There's a very firm uh, white flesh, and it's excellent, fried or grilled mm. or baked. It really is. Down there is another one of the best fish they got out there. Very similar to croaker, I find. Uh, yes. Maybe even a little bit better. You know, uh, that's a good fish, and that's something easy, too. You get the kids to catch you eat that, you know, with just shrimp on the bottom bottom rig but uh no kings have showed up yet they did catch one but they're not really in full swing yet out there the king mackerel it is so uh, we're gonna keep an eye out now before all this happened they did catch a uh, cobia uh out in navarre and navarre is shut down all the way no nobody's allowed in on that island out that way so you have to go further to panama but um that's not my my, my little thing out there and, uh, on, the, on the on the on the west side of Sam. Uh, on the east side, I'm sorry. <laughs> on the east side, I was there. You know, um, other than that, uh, we got some great, uh, been like a couple of other guys have uh, been saying, the uh, panfish have been going crazy. Uh, that's something that's easy to fish, too. You know, crickets, uh, worms uh, seems to be working good. They also catch them on sockeye jigs, little matrix ones, and the little tube jigs and stuff. Uh, a lot of goggle eye, chickapin, bluegill, you know, and you fly, guys. Uh, right now is a good time to get out there. They, they seem to be hitting real good. Uh, some of the best areas have been Pia 90 right there off of Highway 90. Um, Highway 61, that's Airline Highway. Uh, under the bridges on Highway 51, uh, there's almonds. Um, and a lot of, like, this 51 area, like on a day like today when the weather's supposed to get bad a little bit, and the wind's blowing up, that's a pretty good place to shelter up out of the, out of, out of the weather. And I'm not saying when it's raining and blowing 100 miles an hour, but, you know, if you want to get yeah. a couple hours in, you know, just to get out, you know. Yeah, and but if you don't want to paddle a long good. distance, you, you basically start fishing when you put in. I got to tell you, though, Eric, see that Pier 90? That was one of my favorite mm-hmm. places, you know, just a regular old cane pole or a fiberglass rod with a torpedo cork and crickets. You throw them up underneath the, those willows into the duckweed. Oh, man, hold on. Yeah. You can fill a basket full of those bluegill and goggle eye and 
know, the chinkapin, a lake run, as some people call them. That's some really fun fishing. Uh, saltwater fishing is yeah. good too, huh? Yeah, we've been. I've been. I had a couple trips last week. Uh, limits of reds came really easy. Uh, I, 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 you know, I don't know if they know they're under quarantine. I mean, that's supposed to be there. <laughs> we've been doing yeah, good. I didn't get the memo. I can't really complain. Complain at all. Uh, you know, and that's everywhere. And you know, I've been getting a lot of reports too. Also, I think because more people out there fishing, um, like uh. Daryl said, you know, uh, Grand Isle is shut down, but anywhere before Grand Isle is open, Highway 23 is completely open, uh, Shelmet's open, uh, all that way out there, Lake Charles is open as far as I know, um, they've been catching, uh, you know, slams out there, it seems like there are red specks and, and flounder out there in uh, the West West Cove area. Um, a lot of it's been being caught on golf, from my understanding, uh, out there. But, you know, the fishing's really good right now. Uh, take your time. Uh, make sure you wash your hands. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, there's something I wanted to bring up, too. But, you know, the COVID, everybody started washing their hands a lot. But, you know, uh, it's always good, you know, especially in the kayaks or just fishing in general. Uh, we got something called Vibrio down here in the ponds. Uh, you know, it's good to bring something with you to wipe your hands off with. Uh, because it can it can be deadly, actually, Vibrio. It's a flesh-eating bacteria. Yeah, and if and, nothing uh, else, uh, the, the old commercial guys will tell you bleach, you know, kind of a mixture of dilute yeah. bleach and some water and use that. If you can't get a hold of Purell, any of the fancy stuff that's in demand right now, get you some good old bleach, mix it about five parts to one part water, and uh, that basically will take care of just about anything that, that you got bacteria-wise. Eric, we got to go before you run. You're on my right. website, Louisiana Kayak Company. If somebody wants to call you, bring the family out. You got the kayaks. They just bring themselves. Tell them how to get you on the phone. Uh, 504-313-8292. Very good, Eric. Thank Louisiana you so much, my friend. Company. Thank you. Happy All right, guys, Easter. be good. All right, coming back after this. Yeah, I had so many of them, I had to categorize them according to their alleged violation. I'm talking about turkey bad boys and girls. Coming back right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, I'm getting text in uh, with regard to the Pompano in Florida fishing, also about whiting, Gulf Kingfish, Channel Mullet, and Southern Kingfish. We'll sort all of that out in a second, but I did want to get this one cleared up. Someone said, Don, did you say five parts bleach to one part water? No, if I did say that, and I'm not sure I did or which way you heard it, let's get it cleared up for sure. Do not put five parts bleach to one part water. That will pretty well burn you pretty good. It is the exact opposite. Five parts water, one part bleach. And that's still a pretty strong concentration if you're susceptible to skin uh, rashes and and stuff like that. If it's sensitive, do not use it. But uh, in an emergency, that will serve as a purifier. All right. When we come back after this, so many of them, I had to categorize the violators of turkey season. It opened last week, and we got a bunch of bad boys to tell you about. It's next after we pause 10 seconds for our local stations to identify themselves on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Louisiana Wildlife Agents cited 12 people for alleged turkey hunting violations during opening weekend last weekend. Here's the categories I put them in. For overbait, which could be a $500 fine and up to 90 days in jail, 46-year-old Jude Cambray of Denham Springs in East Baton Rouge Parish is where he was hunting, Joseph Gotro, 52, of Baton Rouge, Jarrett Palmer, 34, of Mansfield. He was in DeSoto Parish, also in DeSoto Parish, was 44-year-old Donald Lee of Jamestown, 54-year-old James Ezell of Downsville, 45-year-old Kimberly Taylor, she's of West Monroe, and Kenneth Allen, 56, of Archibald, hunting in Claiborne Parish. Those were for hunting over bait. 
Now, for failing to tag a harvested turkey, which carries a maximum of $350 fine and up to 60 days in jail, 20-year-old Noah Shapkoff of Leesville in Vernon Parish, also in Vernus Parish in the town of Anacoca, Alexis Burton, 18. For hunting without a basic big game wild turkey license or turkey tags, fine of up to $150 and 15 days in jail, 61-year-old Randall Taylor of West Monroe. For hunting with an unplugged gun, that gets you up to $500 and 90 days in jail, William T. Folkway, 34, of New Iberia. He was hunting in Rapides Parish. And for hunting turkeys during a closed season, taking two turkeys during a youth turkey hunt, Brings a fine of up to $950 in 120 days. For hunting turkeys over bait, up to another $500. And for taking over the daily limit of turkeys, another possible $500. Is 62-year-old Charles Metcalf of Monterey. He didn't miss any charges, except he did have a license. And he's one of our 12 bad boys and girls of the outdoors. I got to tell you, if I'm the judge in these turkey cases, hunting over bait, I can understand that. You know, if you're hunting in an area and you really didn't have time to go scope it out and you listen, you're one of these people that doesn't have a particular area, you listen, you hear a bird gobble and you go to it, there could have been somebody's feeder there that was feeding deer and left corn in it. I can understand that in some cases. If you shoot two in one day, uh, I've done that. I've killed two birds with one shot. It was intentional, though, because it was legal in the state of Kansas. But the way turkey heads move back and forth, I can understand shooting two by accident. But when you're 62 years old and you're out there on youth weekend, which is for 16 and under hunters, ah, you should know your own approximate age, shouldn't you? Can't let that one go. Anyway, they're going to be there. They've been there for 30 years and before that, and they'll be there forever. It's the human condition. they got laws. People break them. Back after this with Captain Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. Get your Plaquemines Parish update right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And we had a texter, uh, number 0961, asking the question, what's an unplugged gun? And I'm glad you asked that question because a lot of times we talk a lot of jargon on this show and we think that everybody knows what we're talking about. But an unplugged gun, when you're talking about a shotgun, either a semi-automatic or a pump gun, uh, that has a chamber and, of course, it has a tube magazine where you load the shells. And there is a device, it's simple, it's just a plastic or wooden dowel or plug that you put in there to prevent any more than three shells from going into the firearm. Because without the plug, some guns you'll hold six, some you'll hold five, and it is uh, considered by the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries to be sporting to use three shells or less. No problem with double barrels. You can't put more than two in those. But uh, that is what an unplugged gun is. Now, why somebody would do that with turkey, uh, it could be just a, a forget a mental error to forget to put the plug back in, had it out for some reason, because uh, turkey, to me, is a one-shot proposition, although sometimes I've had to do more than one uh, to nail one that was on the run. But anyway, let's talk to Captain Ryan Lumber, who never hunts with an unplugged gun. Unless it's down in Mexico, maybe it's legal. Ryan, is it legal? <laughs> they don't even have plugs gun? in the guns there. <laughs> they don't have plugs there. When they, they don't even the make them. When they get them, they just throw them away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he probably had his plug out since duck season and got caught for that. Yeah, could be, could be. Yeah, I'm glad way, we don't have turkeys know. here. I got, I got enough trouble <laughs> not trying to shoot all these fifty ducks in front of me right now. 
Man, I had uh, I got I shot some video. I staked out day before yesterday on my pond, and I got those wood ducks. I had uh, I think there was fourteen came in. Uh, one earlier in the week, I had twenty three, and you know I had three blue wing teal sat down in there yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Two beautiful yeah, breaks, and and yeah, and it's, here it is April, and they're still on their way home. Oh, they coming. Yeah, they're coming back from Nicaragua and, and San Salvador and all right now. They're beautiful. I mean, they're full plumage. I well, guess that explains why they were. That explains why they were quacking in Spanish then. They went That's right, before. yeah. Okay. Well, you can understand <laughs> that real good. I understand I it understand somewhat, them. but not like you. I yeah, know you can. You, you can talk it. You can blow a duck call in Spanish. That's pretty incredible. <laughs> Kenley's sitting here looking at all them ducks saying, come on, Dad, let me go. Let me go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Kenley's the dog, in case people not familiar with the name. But, uh, yeah, yeah, Kenley can't wait. As we all can't. Well, what's been going on? Anybody fishing down in Plaquemines? Yeah, they are. They're catching those big trout, too. It's killing me. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. that time for the, those nice trout to be caught, and, and I can't get after them. So uh, I went down this week. Come here, Ken. I went down this week and uh, trying to go, and I broke a tooth and had to come right back and go to the dentist. So I didn't get to fish at all. I got to cut grass, and I got to clean pools, and then I came right right back, and then – I figure the wind's blowing. So when this wind settles, when this uh, this front's going to back up today, and then another one's going to blow it down. So about Thursday, it ought to be good, and and I'm going to go that way. Uh, Are I got you guys to get booking on trips stuff. right now? Are y'all no. taking trips out right now? Yeah, I didn't think so. No, no, they shut the lodges down. <laughs> He's, I heard yeah. Eric say, Highway 23 is open. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it's wide open. Well, I a, guess the highway. I guess the right highway there. is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They shut all the lodges down. I think I think the houseboats in Venice, those boys still taking some trips. You know, a couple of the offshore boys, they were still taking some. You know, because they had some houseboats or something that they keep their folks in, which is really good for them. But uh, Mm -hmm. they shut the lodges down, so mine is shut down, and and we've canceled. Oh my God, we've canceled so many trips. But you know, it it, this will be over, and, and you know, we've been through Katrina, we've been through the oil spill. It hurts. You know, and I'm 62, so I, you know it doesn't bother me. I, I, I guess I, I guess I'm bulletproof at this point, but it's we sure want to get it through because I got a lot of people work for. I'm still paying my my employees. You know, I, I just just something seems like the right thing to do, huh? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, so, uh, absolutely. So I, I want to. I, I'm dying to get back down and do some fishing. Uh, I talked to Todd last night, and he was like. This is the longest time in 20 years that I've never fished. He said, this week when this wind stops, I'm going down and I'm just going to fish until I get tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all seem to have a lot more time on our hands. Uh, you know, I got to sit for two and a half hours shooting video on those wood ducks about 10 yards away from them, all camouflaged you know, in a blind. When do you get time to do wood that? flying back and forth here over the swamp right there in back of me, but they don't come mm-hmm. in to the corn like all, you know, I, I got – I don't know, huh. 50 or 60, sitting 20 yards from me right now, and the, the wood ducks don't come. Huh, you know, wonder but why. That's okay. Maybe I they got, got something. Uh, this, this, Maybe they're well fed. This, this, well, this year's early. I mean, the brim really bedded up on this full moon. I mean, I had beds everywhere in my my lake here. And uh, hmm. the agapanthas are blooming already. They're not supposed to bloom till next month. I mean, the blackberries were a bit early this year. Everything It's just an early year. So I think I – think, uh, 
we can get out there after them. The east side still, you know, you can go out to the island and catch some trout, and you can go to our normal haunts because as long as the river's high, those reds are always piled up there. But I want to get on the west side and get after some trout myself, get out there toward the beach and all. It's just time, and this is a good time to fish big trout. And this my kind of my favorite time is right now here in the, every full moon throughout the summer, you know, you catch some big ones. So I'm going to get out this week. We, we can't stay shut down forever. I've just been staying real close because my mom's at my house, and I sure don't want to bring nothing home. No, that's for sure. Always better to be safe. Well, you know, today's April 11th, Ryan, and uh, it's the anniversary, four-year anniversary of the passing of our buddy Hokie Gajan. Uh, his daughter, Jennifer, just sent out a reminder about that. And uh, always buddy. remember Hokie this time of year. He loved to fish them big trout, and, of course, he loved to get those pintails, too. <laughs> I think about Hokie all the time. What a great guy he was, well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've had no some doubt. great friends doing this. Uh, hopefully we'll get some more, buddy. Yes, we will. We'll get through this. Remember that uh, when you go to bed tonight, uh, we're one day closer to the end of this thing. So that's the way to look at it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Have a happy yeah. Easter, Ryan. I'm sure y'all going to have a nice spread out there at the uh, the Rancho, and uh, we'll talk to you again no, next we week. Are, we're going to be quiet again. You know, like I said, Mom's here, so we got to keep everything pretty close to the yeah, best. But, but uh, you know, I hope everybody has a happy Easter. and We'll be through this, and we'll get back to good times again. Keep it small, but make it happy. All right, That's Ryan, right. thank you, buddy. See you next week. All right, see y'all. There he goes, uh, Ryan Lambert, the guy we call Plastic Man. Yeah, the anniversary of the passing of uh, Hokie Gajon, great friend of mine. In fact, I'm going to tell you how you can read a story I wrote uh, called The St. Hokie Turkey. Tell you where that's at. Coming back after this, and I'll get to some of those text messages I didn't have time for yet. Right after this time out, you're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And before the break, I was talking about the St. Hokey Turkey, which uh, stands over my shoulder here in St. Hubert's Cathedral. And if you want to read the story, uh, you can Google it or go to my website. It's called the St. Hokey, H-O-K-I-E, named after Hokey Gajan Turkey. And i got to tell you, uh, it's a story I wrote, and I'm not that creative. It's a true story. It's called the St. Hokey Turkey, Coincidence or Something Else. Makes a great read, especially during this Easter time. All right, I want to thank our sponsors and, and particularly recognize a couple of our sponsors who are on furlough right now. Uh, Frenier Landing Restaurant in Laplace, Morton Seafood Restaurant in Madisonville. Please support them while they're doing takeouts and deliveries. Uh, I believe Morton's is doing Friday through Sunday. May not be open on Easter Sunday. Call them before and uh, maybe get a gift certificate from them and, and tell them thank you for sponsoring the show. And we try to help them during their tough time of being closed during these crazy days. All right, getting back to the text message. Uh, Don, if you hunt with a single barrel, you don't have to worry about a plug. That is absolutely true. Uh, this one says the whiting or gulf kingfish, our channel mullet or southern kingfish. However, we also have gulf kingfish too, mostly caught in the surf. Yes, we do. Thank you much for that. Uh, here's a question from Alabama. Are we having more outdoors this morning? Normally from 7 to 9, we do the more outdoors live stream show. I'm sorry to tell you, no, we will not. We have a personnel shortage in an effort of, of safety back at the mothership at the studio. I do not have a board operator available, so as soon as we do, uh, more outdoors will return. But for now, it's on a hiatus. Also, the Fish and Game Reports on WWL-TV and WBRZ in Baton Rouge, normally on Thursdays. Uh, they will resume uh, as soon as we get back to normal programming and broadcasting. All right, I uh, want to remind you again, uh, coming up on uh, tomorrow, 7 p.m., Cox Channel 140 on Charter Spectrum 150. 
uh, you'll get the, the initial running of Bayou Wild TV on LCN, a new distributor of our program. And if you can't find it on any of the dials, or go to our website. they got a complete listing at BayouWildTV.com. You can always catch it on YouTube. That's always the default method. Great program this week with Safari Club International. Meet some wonderful people who do a lot. Yeah, they're big game hunters and some are small game hunters, but mostly they do a, a, a world of good for conservation. All right, I'll see you all again next week. Uh, right back here, we keep on fishing, we keep on hunting. Enjoy your Easter holiday, even though the weather's not going to be the greatest. Just find some time to share it with the friends and family. And a lot of us have been doing that. And if there's anything good that comes out of this, I think maybe that's that's one of the things, the togetherness in the family. And remember, when you go to bed tonight, that's one less day we've got to put aside to get through this thing. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you'll be with us again next week for the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 